The Water News is sponsored by Clearwater and Filtration, offering solutions for water quality, well operations, maintenance, and water storage management problems. Well, it's time for Water News with Steve Baker. And Steve, um, it's raining outside. Yes, it is. But this is not an El Nino. Um, This is not what we expected. No, not really. What's your take on that? You know, there's there's a perception that when someone's uh, when the the uh, uh, people of the state say, "Hey, you're, we're having an El Nino year," that that means we're going to get a boatload of water of rain. But really, it, we really have to look at two things. We have to consider the warm oceans, of course, but also the wind direction. And right now, in, in the last many weeks, the Central Coast has been getting a lot of water. And then I'm sure many people have been listening to accounts in Orange County and other places further south having horrendous amounts of, of water. They're getting it down there. But up here, we're sort of lagging behind. We're, we're not quite the average precipitation level right now. Back in November, there was a 90-day outlook, and they said 40% to 50% chance of above-normal moisture for all of California through February. That's what they were saying. We're not seeing that yet. But um, when I look outside right now, I see, I see rain, but this is not really a huge atmospheric river storm that we're experiencing. But weather patterns change, and they can change quite dramatically. So all it's going to take is one week of heavy rain. And that's going to put us totally on track again. So I'm hopeful. Of course, this affects snowfall and the snow snowpack as well, which I understand is very low right now. Yeah, it is very low. And of course, not only do you want the snow to fall and stick up high, but you don't want it to melt off before it's supposed to. So we're always also concerned about those those temperatures up in the mountains back in in you know March and April and May and June. Somebody told me that the Pacific Ocean off of Southern and Northern California is more blue in color. Isn't that wild? I heard that myself. Uh, This is really cool. I'd love to see this. There is a bioluminescent algae. Okay, it's a phytoplankton. And it grows on the surface of the ocean. And this particular type of phytoplankton emits a glowing blue color that makes the waves appear to be fluorescent at night. And during the day, the water looks kind of red. Uh, I've never seen anything like this before, but uh, right now it's it's becoming more of a big thing. Nighttime whale watching tours are being put together in Orange County because they're hoping, it's hit and miss, you know, but they're hoping that they could uh, schedule some trips so that people will be looking for whales and also experiencing dolphins jumping through the blue, you know, the blue tones in a nighttime uh, waterscape. So it looks, it's really pretty cool um the presence of these phytoplanktons they're not really that potent or harmful to wildlife or humans is what what we're being told now you can find pictures of this on tiktok for anybody interested in that just go to the hashtag california bioluminescence 2024 and see see what you uh see what you find it's it's uh it's something i would love to see this is a good one steve uh I hear you have another report on bottled water. (laughs) What did you find out? Every so often bottled water shows up. You know how many times people refer to others as, oh my God, they're plastic. You know, they're fakes. They're not, they're not authentic at all. Well, now we can really say that there are some people that actually are made of plastic. Okay. A new methodology was created by Columbia and Rutgers universities. 
Now, what they've done is they've sent water samples through an ultra-fine membrane, and then they use two different lasers, and they they can identify the type of of nanoplastic particles that were captured. They found that bottled water in plastic containers has 10 to 100 times more plastic per liter than they previously thought. Now, if we're counting particles, you go buy a liter of of water in a bottle container, plastic container, and you just bought yourself 240,000 particles also of plastic. There's a lot in there. The size particles, though, are really tiny. They're the size of a virus, okay? So in nanometers, that would be 50 to 100. I mean, it's tiny. Surprisingly, though, when they look at the type of of, uh, of plastic that they're finding that it's nearly not the bottle itself, the PET. It's not that. But instead, it's the material that's used in the filling process, the filling and the purification process. It's some kind of type of nylon, a polystyrene, that's showing up m- most of the time. Now, they're expanding on their capability of identifying more different types of, of uh, plastics, but right now, it's, it's four or five different types, and this is what they're finding. So these small these small particles, they're, they're small enough to pass through the gastrointestinal tract and even the lungs, okay? They're really small. Of course, viruses go there too, right? If they get into the bloodstream, they can even lodge in the heart and the brain or a placenta and then into a fetus. So the, these run rampant. They can go anywhere. So my takeaway is to use less plastics in my household, in my lifestyle. So I, we're actually on that in my family. So less bottled water. Less bottled water for sure. But, you know, those pla- you know, you have leftovers and you put plastic over the plate. Forget the plastic. Wow, Steve. That's a pretty good one. You yeah, dig it's up- something we can relate to, I think. You dig up some good stuff to share with our <laughs> listeners. Thank you, Steve. Oh, you bet. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at water at operationunite.co.